Welcome. My name is Katarzyna Antonina Wodarczyk. And this is the feeling path illuminated. You've been feeling a lot that's undeniable. Some of it has been emotional, some of it has been wonderful, some of it has been physical and very, very uncomfortable. But there's going to come a point where you're going to wake up and you're going to put your feet on the floor that morning and you're going to feel different. You're going to feel more settled in your body as though you've landed in it for the very first time. It's still going to feel like you in many ways, but it's almost as though you're going to see your body with brand new eyes which are, of course, your eyes, but it's just going to feel different. And you're going to notice, you might notice, the things that you've been overlooking on yourself and on the people around you. I mean, the whole world is going to look brighter and lighter, more clear. And you'll find yourself unable to hide or step away from what's really in front of you. You're going to see things really clearly and you're going to realize how fast your feelings are actually affecting everyone else. And for the first time ever, you're going to resist the urge to jump into your old patterns. It's just not going to be that comfortable of an option. In fact, it's not even comfortable. It's just... You're going to feel different, and that's the only way to describe it. But it's not a linear, one-way path. It's kind of more like a zippered zigzag that binds two things together into a new one, a new whole. And as you zip up this new feeling inside you, which means that sometimes the old self just peeks a little bit in, and you're kind of going, whoa, what was that? And then, almost as quickly, you're going to have another simultaneous experience of being incredibly present in the moment and aware of what's going on, aware of yourself, feeling your body in a new way. And you might find yourself knee-deep, so to speak, or right up to your throat, or maybe even past that too, to the top of your tip of your head in your own symptomology which means you might realize suddenly that there's all kinds of things you're feeling in your body on your body that you were avoiding and it's not that they weren't there like the rash or the soreness the aches that you've been avoiding well all those things have been there all along, but you've been numbing and pushing away and avoiding and literally ignoring them. And now you recognize and you realize, oh my God, I've been doing that. There's a grand celebration happening within you as parts of you, the three parts of you finally come into one whole beingness. And more of you, as a result, can become present. But you have to 
let go of the guilt and the bad feelings because you just re- realized, you just recognized that in fact it really was you doing it. That that pain in your body is there because it was there to begin with and you kept avoiding it or stuffing it, eating around it, sleeping it off, smoking it off, drinking it off, avoiding it in any way possible, getting angry at yourself. See, there's the other part. Because you've been so angry at yourself because you actually do know, because there's the other part. So you've got your body part. Okay, it's the physical sensations that are coming out out of a real thing, your body. It's real. And this is the, the, the you you're driving. There's nothing else to drive. It's always why you... You fail whenever you try to change the world, but you succeed every single time you change yourself. And as you change yourself, that success leads you to successes that then change the world, that then make you feel again that you actually matter and that what you're doing is meaningful and that's all you've ever wanted. So the path out has always been in. But you have to understand what you're fighting about or against or with whom. Whom are you fighting with? Is it really all them? Or is it really yourself and your negative thinking? And you're justifying the negative thinking. That's the hardest part. And the part we really, really have a hard time with. Is that when we're in that state of negative thinking, it makes sense, of course. It always has. But your body's giving you incredibly clear signals right now. And if you just got thirsty, I want you to pause this. Go get a glass of water and drink it. Then please come back. And just to do that, I'm going to say take a sip of my water so that you have some space in here to feel all right to turn this off just for a moment because I've never said that to you before. I've never said, hey, just pause this for a moment so that you can have a glass of water. But this is how much I want you to take your body seriously. So here we go. I'm going to have my my sip right here. For you, you see, for me, your moment where you paused and went and got your water and came back, see, all that time passed, and for you, it is real, and I'm there. And for me, only a few moments passed, and for me, this is real, and you are real, and it is. So time is a construct we're all participating in. And depending on how we view it, that's how we experience it. But there's certain certainties that you will never, ever be able to get out of or around or ignored or any other version of trying to pretend like they don't exist, which is, which are. You are physical and your physical body is real. Your physical body is sentient and in actuality belongs to that environmental God the God all around you, the God in the air, the God in the soil. And that is why we come through the the portal of the, the, the magic of the mother. Okay, that is woman and and the spirit of the man, the, the light of the man is the, the infusion of life that creates that bond to create the life that comes to the woman that is the portal, that is the divine feminine 
and the divine masculine in unity creating their own beautiful triad of life and yet each one will return one day to the environmental God from dust we do not come but to dust we do return because dust is the the God all around us but that is a physical experience the physical body and it is important and it must be honored and driven the way you want to drive it short long however you want to go it's your choice it's always been your choice well it is now more than ever but then remember there's more we're more than that then you have the personality self the I am the the spectacular division of self that says I exist I am and this you you have been since you have become and that is the the history the karma the consequence over time you carry that you call you whoever you are and then there's that third and most complete self and that is the unified source self source self the self that is source the self that is you the self that is collective the source that's connected and it connects all of us and binds us into one singularity of source self so those three parts are living within you at all times it's all that is happening now is that there's a shift happening and the i am is allowing itself to evolve and become the source self in real time which means that now you get to be source self and i am and so you are closer to god than you've ever been as you allow now the environmental god the god all around you to finally be present as well within you it's real because your body is part of that living environmental god system of nature it is the the bird the fish the river the air the soil and it doesn't matter how you return it back whether you put it back into the into the earth into the air you're still giving it back to god and then god comes back into form through us through woman through man through the form of the feminine the masculine and walks upon this earth as god made real saying i am and i am source self so today the part of the body that called us the loudest and you helped to make us there or get us there is the thyroid and for this part i'd like to read from you to you from you as well because it's a collective thing isn't it the person who wrote this michael j lincoln phd 1991 okay the the copy we're reading is the 2006 a gift truly a gift in our hands messages from the body their psychological meaning michael i if we know and feel made sure that this book landed in our hands and it's it's his, it's his love and energy although you see i stutter as i say it so how can i know for sure well there's no way to know except that the book is here and it's helping you right now so i'm going to read you 
what Michael wrote about the thyroid and thyroid problems. Now the thyroid is a neck gland that secretes life vital substances. It is in the throat just below the Adam's apple. So just below the center of the neck. And it is a butterfly shaped gland that, that travels from the front of the neck to, the, to either side. So if you slide your fingers along the side of the neck. And in fact, there's an exercise that we do to help stimulate and regulate the thyroid by taking the hands and you place the hands together in prayer form first, okay? then keeping the heels of your hands together, separate the fingers out to create a chalice. Now take this chalice cup, take this cup of your hands and cup it around your throat so that the, so that the base of the hand is actually up against the thyroid itself or the front of the neck or the Adam's apple, whichever way is easiest for you to understand. And just gently place your fingers around the neck. It actually feels really nice to do this. Then all you're going to do is you're going to gently press into the neck and then slightly away as you slide the hands so that the fingers touch at the back of your neck. And then you draw your hands back to the front. Although you don't slide it across, you just take it gently away from the skin. Then once again, you press into the thyroid. So you push in and then you slide so that the fingers touch the back. And the, the soles of the hands are connected to the neck. So you're really massaging the thyroid. And you're going to do this three times every single day. Th oh, actually, three times, 30 times. <laughs> but if that seems like too much, okay, because I'm the kind of person who likes to do things really like when I find something out and I say it works, I'd like to try it. So what I like to do is in the morning, when I'm washing my face and I'm doing my morning face routine, I, spla I splash my face with first with hot water and then very nice cold water. But before I really cool my skin down, I take some coconut oil in my hands and I rub the palms of my hands together and I place my hands in that position on my neck and I do that for 30 times, three times, while taking really nice deep breaths. And I do my very best to do that at least once a day. And if I get it once a day, I feel really good. If I miss a couple days, I notice. And so I find it feels really nice to do it once a day. And it becomes a part of your loving morning routine as you tend to your teeth and your gums and your skin and all the different parts of you that really need your attention in that moment. And again, see, this is us coming back in a very natural way, just to loving ourselves. Because when we say to love your body, it doesn't mean you have to do extraordinary things. Simply do the ordinary things that your body so needs because it craves your attention. It craves, craves, craves regularity, patterning. Please do it for me over and over so that I know I'm safe, says the body. So let's read now from Michael's book about thyroid problems. And then we're going to find the release in here that's going to help us to really shift this. Now, this might be a little longer episode. And I love you so much. We love you so much. And to us, you are worth this time. And so we will keep reading and going until you feel differently. Thyroid problems. Quote, unquote, but not for me. 
They have a very strong experience in life in which everything seems to be made and geared for everyone but them. They feel that everyone else has some sort of secret for success that they will never have. For some reason involving a mysterious set of inherent moral cretins and limitations on their part, above and beyond the ones they actually know about. They are just never destined to have success, quality of life, or love as they experience it. They feel that they have no right to express who they are, to develop, to put out and apply their creativity, or to succeed. They are the product of a withholding, suppressive, and depriving dysfunctional family. And I'm going to add to that something that Michael hasn't really said, but it really has to be said. From now on, we're going to put the word dysfunctional family, collective family. I, I want you to feel something. I want you to understand that some of the stuff you're feeling is coming directly from your experience and from the stuff that you're living. That's the I am portion. And some of what you're feeling right now is coming to you from the source self the greater collective experiences, more of us are having an experience that only some of us have to be aware of. So if you're okay with that just for a little while, that you might be helping by transmuting through your own experience, through your own body, the effects of a world dynamic change, then you're going to be all right. And yes, but you're going to feel a little bit more. Okay? If you're okay with feeling a little bit more, but knowing that you're actually helping the world as a result of that feeling more, then you're going to have a bigger experience, but you're going to have more coming to you in a wonderful way. So of course, it may... Okay, I'm going to keep reading because we haven't gotten to the release yet. I can feel it. It's, it's getting there. We're building it, okay? This is how we do it. Okay, we keep going until we feel the right moment and then the right words. And then we do we take the right action, which is the tapping and releasing, so that you have a, a different outcome. Okay, it's as simple as that. Quote unquote, persona non grata. They get loud and clear. They get loud and clear that no one wants to hear from them. Wow, that's a really strong statement. They are utterly and universally humiliated by being the only one who doesn't fit, who doesn't get any support, who has to scourge, scrounge up and spit and haywire together what they need. Sort of like duct tape, eh? It's like having to live your life through duct tape. That's just my own worst experience. Who no one wants anything to do with, etc., etc., etc. They were the ejectee, rejectee, dejectee of their family, collective, who had to do everything for themselves, on their own hook. Oh, wow, that's a, you can feel that one. You can feel that one. I know it definitely sings for me. Quote, unquote, humiliation, rage. They have a great deal of humiliation about the fact that no one respects them. Their experience is that their existence and importance is constantly being overlooked. Oh, gosh. Who here who is feeling really big hasn't felt overlooked in this process sometimes? Okay. Because you are working on energy, you are transmuting things that are invisible, you are dealing with emotions that most people don't even understand. You feel more at every level than most people get to feel 
in in a month, a week, but understand it's changing. That's changing for you right now, okay? Not only is it changing for you in the sense that you're going to be getting more uh, loving recognition for all the work you've been doing in, on that level, you'll see it. It comes in unexpected ways. It's supposed to surprise, surprise and delight you, but you're also going to see it as the people around you begin to take on more of that active responsibility because it can't be helped now. It's, it, this has become more physical now, which means that it's no longer an option as a thought. You can't just talk about this now. You're going to be having the experience more and more. And that's going to feel like something. It's going to push you more. It's going to make you feel more, okay? But that's going to be happening for everybody right now. And like I said to you a moment ago, if you're willing to be the kind of person who said here, who said, who came to this world and said, I'm going to do more. I'm going to shift big energy. I'm going to move things that I, I, I know I never want to see in this world again. Okay. And we could go into tons of conversations right now about the kinds of things that we're shifting, but understand as you feel that moreness and you accept it, you, you move a lot and you're creating a big thing. So you're not going to be overlooked anymore. Can't, it can't happen anymore. That, that's the old energy, but we have to let go of that rage, of that humiliation, of that feeling like you don't matter, like you don't even have a, a right, like you're, where you're actually declaring that you don't have a right to be heard, seen, and understood, appreciated, okay? This has to be cleared in you, but let's keep going. We're not quite there yet. See how big this is? All connected to that life-thriving gland in your neck. That is who, how often do you even look at that place in your body? I mean, how often have you overlooked that that particular butterfly? <sighs> okay, take a breath with me here. I told you, this is a big one. But you asked and we're ready for it. Okay, we're ready for these feelings. We're ready for everything that's coming out. Okay, you're, you're ready to face within yourself these things and understand that it's not that there was anything wrong with you, but you had things happen to you. And your buttons in this area were pushed on. And there's lots of them. Michael's giving us a really good head start into what's going on inside here. Understand, these are important unlock keys. These kinds of documents are a gift. A gift. And when they land in your in your lap as a gift, more so. So I hope that this reaches you. I hope that so many new people get to hear this. And that they understand that they are a gift and that... Their perceived isolation is just about there. It's just about over. But you're going to feel a lot on the way to that feeling of over, okay? But understand, when was it any any way different? Is there anything in life that you've ever experienced? And I want you to go like to things like birth, death, like really true, meaningful things. The, the, the resolution of love, like truly falling in love with somebody enough to finally heal everything inside you and no longer blame them. Like, that's huge. These are big things. And they've always felt like something, and they always come with the feeling of something. Okay, so let's keep going. Quote-unquote, infantile Tyrannosaurus. Their experience is that I never get to do what I want to do. When is it ever going to be my turn? They are the product of convenience-concerned parenting in which giving in to their whims was the line of least resistance. Oh, so bottom line is, if you had a really challenging parent who was very challenging on you, and you learned early on that the, that the best way was just to give in and give up, okay, that's going to be something for you as an adult. 
and it's going to create a very childlike feeling in you and which means you're going to be very reactive and acting very childlike sometimes not because you're childlike but simply because you've been hurt and you've been conditioned like Pavlov's dog to in fact feel that way so again love yourself love yourself here i i, I feel a lot of like i it, is, it feels like a part of me wants to cry here and i have a sense that this might pop up in you as well because that is that infantile tyrannosaurus you know think of all those dreams we've been chased by a dinosaur or a dragon a demon something awful dark ah, coming after you but what if it ever just was that first time your parents scared the crap out of you See, that's what that's one of those moments for me it was as a parent where i saw my own anger do that and i could see the change in my child's eyes and i knew pardon my language please forgive me but i knew in that moment i did it i knew i had broken something in my child i didn't know what it was in that moment i didn't know i was triggering in them this feeling that they never get to do what they want to do and that they would then experience that as an effect where little by little they just wouldn't allow themselves to do what they want to do and call it real life you see so let's let's how about this let's just learn from our mistakes correct and continue okay but i i we're getting there see we're getting to that juicy place of the tap and release because now we're beginning to feel something we're getting deeper into the emotions nobody really likes to feel that like oh i did that or i caused that or i have that running inside me and now i'm doing it to myself because it doesn't matter if somebody like me a parent a well-meaning angry frustrated parent was doing their best and in that moment didn't and push that button on click okay or if it was a uh it doesn't matter the button's on and once the button gets pushed on now it's your responsibility to take it off and that might not be fair but it is what it is and and or and 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 though keep in mind that once that button is taken off and you no see we're getting there and you're no longer feeling the pain of that you're free and you're the one who did it okay so let's keep going i'm going to keep going here okay because here's the next part quote unquote unclear on the concept okay they have conflicts conflicts between what their conscious mind intends and what their unconscious dictates and the result is a certain lack of discernment that gets them into trouble they come from a family or a collective who confuse them constantly on what is right and proper yeah that makes sense that makes sense because we're saying to our our family or for our kids uh don't hit and then they get hit wow talk about cross message uh we say it's not okay for you to lie and then we tell them don't tell the mailman i said this or don't tell your teacher okay now again i'm just kind of i'm pulling i'm pulling in because we're a collective here guys and so i'm pulling in and i'm pulling out which means some of this is coming from me some of it has to come from you so tap into you see where you have been doing that okay where where can you change your behavior take the reins now although the child within you is the part that needs to be healed it is the source self i am so in that direction 
who now decides, okay, my beautiful inner self, no more. No more will you run me, but no more will I let you cry either. So you become balanced within yourself and you heal that child who only ever just needed to be heard and seen and understood. Because if you feel overlooked, imagine, well, imagine how that younger self inside you still feels. Because although you move forward of that, you never look back to say, hey, this part of me, are you okay? And maybe it's a new way of thinking to actually think about it like that. And that's okay too. But it is time for you to begin to make that, that you turn within you. And to recognize that although sometimes you're still being run and driven by those childish um, reactions based on the buttons pushed inside you, in actuality, because of who you are now and where you are now, you have the ability to change all of that. And to, in fact, <sighs> rewrite the whole thing, rewrite your whole life. So the last one, quote unquote, cowering in the cave. They fear that they will lose out all their life and that they also and they also fear for their life for their life so it's like feeling like you're going to lose every single time and you're also going to lose your life eventually wow there's a rock and a hard spot it's in a form of an annihilation anxiety there's also a great deal of emotional imbalance relating to the past and to their personal feelings they have the experience that if they do come out they will be torn apart by a hostile and wrong-making world. And hey, hey guys, guess what? Not that long ago, coming out in any way, in any way where you stand in being different, usually got you some kind of beaten. And in fact, it's not quite out of our collective yet. Uh, we've just been invited to do a workshop at a school, and we're really excited about it, to help uh, help kids resolve this whole bullying thing. And to shed some new light on it because it's time for us to really step out of this kind of behavior because it's extremely self-destructive, first of all. The child who is the bully is usually the one who is the most hurt, so we really have to tend to these kids. And then we have and then we have child, the children who are bullied who then need a tremendous amount of loving to come back from that kind of depreciating self or at least that, that kind of experience. So it's, it's really important how we approach this as soon as it happens and to shift our own world around it. But again, that's another wonderful topic. We're going to now come back and let's tap on this because it's time for us to release these huge emotions we've been building as we've been reading this. So tap on the side of your hand and repeat with me. And this time I want you to say it with so much feeling because gosh darn it, I say this so much, but someday it'll click. You matter, you matter, you matter. How you feel matters. Let's this, let this go. So even though I feel that I'll never succeed and that if I get loud and clear, no one is going to want to hear me. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I've never fit in and I feel so humiliated about that. I can forgive myself for that and I can release that now. Even though 
I feel that I never get to do what I want to do. And it's never my turn. I deeply and completely love and forgive myself. And I release that now. On your forehead, you're doing amazing. I now release myself. And I release my physical body from this fear that if I get loud and clear, nobody will like me. On the top of your head, I now release myself from all my humiliation rage because I feel like no one respects me. On the back of your head, I now release myself and I release my physical body from feeling constantly overlooked and like I'm the odd one out. You're doing amazing. I now release myself from my lack of discernment that gets me into trouble every single time. At the corner of your eyes, you're doing really amazing. And if you'd like to try, you could also tap on just on the actual eyes as you close your eyes and just very gently tap on the eyeball, just if you're feeling called to that. I now release myself from being so unclear because I feel like no one actually, well, because I really am not participating in the give and take of life. There we go. Now, underneath your nose, I now release myself and I release my physical body from all my emotional imbalance because I always feel like I'm being made wrong in this world. On your chin now, I now release myself from my need to keep hiding because I feel like I'm being continuously attacked and I just realized that I'm the one attacking myself. Now on your collarbones and just cross your fingers, their thumbs, to create a butterfly over your chest. I now release myself and I release my physical body from feeling like an infantile Tyrannosaurus Rex every time I don't get to do what I want and every time I feel like it's my turn. Now on your heart and remember you're doing amazing. I am amazing. I am clear. I am confident. I am certain. I am balanced. 
I accept myself. I am happy. And I am moving in tandem with life. Now take a deep breath. Remember who you are.